Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. It's always joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father. Hey, good morning, everybody. Today's the feast of Thomas Beckett, St. Thomas Beckett, I should say. Father will reflect on today on, on Thomas himself, and I'll, we'll read the gospel from St. Luke. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord, Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the, in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Lord, now let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Father. Okay, so today's uh, gospel, uh, we see the presentation of our Lord in the temple, and uh, we uh, we also we uh, we know that this is the presentation, and this was the Jewish version of uh, what we do as Catholics as a baptism, and it was a you know this would be a very joyful, uh, pious moment for Jewish people, and even though our Lord was God, He still went through these rituals that was prescribed by God, and uh, and it, it seems like Simeon kind of reigns on the party at the end where he hands Jesus back to Our Lady and says, this is a sign that will be contradicted, and a sword will pierce your heart also. Um, and, you know, we see, again, once again, early in the in the life of Christ, where these this prophecy is made that the Lord would be the rise and fall of many. And many would, would be healed by him, but many will be turned away from because they don't like his message. And today's uh, saint, St. Thomas Beckett, uh, really was uh, a an image for us, a martyr who was a sign of contradiction, who went from playboy to martyr as a bishop and turned against his best friend because his best friend wanted him to do something that was wrong. And uh, he realized that he had to serve God first and not his friend uh, becomes uh, an, an, uh, a model for all of us when we feel backed up against the wall by our friends or family who want us to cave or compromise on our faith. But anyway, a little bit about his 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 life. Um, when he was young, uh, you know, most of the uh, those that uh, wrote about him or, or his biographers describe him as a strong-built, spirited youth, a lover of field sports, loved the outdoors, leisure, uh, spent a lot of time hawking and hunting. Hawking was, I guess, the sport where they would, you know, the hawk would find something and hunt and you would find the hawk and uh, falcon too, and uh, one day um, his uh, his falcon uh, uh, swooped down at a duck, and as the duck dived, plunged after it into the river. Uh, Thomas himself he didn't want to lose his valuable hawk, and rat and jumped into the 
the river that swept him along the mill, and there was an accidental stopping in the wheel that saved his life. And the episode serves to illustrate the, this impetuous and daring um, character which Beckett had all through his life. Now, he was uh, one of the best friends of, of King Henry II, and uh, they used to go on, you know, little exploits together, fun, gallivanting, who knows, let's keep this, uh, you know, on the right side of the road about what they did. But I think that Thomas had a conversion, and it really happened when uh, King Henry II decided to make him Archbishop of Canterbury. And uh, Thomas found himself very, um, uh, <clears throat> I guess, not adequately ready for this position, or he felt unworthy or not holy enough for the position, but uh, he told the king, he said, I will, if you make, should God permit me to be the Archbishop of Canterbury, I would soon lose your majesty's favor and the affection which you have honored me will be changed into hatred. Uh, I think he saw, you know, where this was going and that the king was going to use him to his advantage. But uh, Thomas Beckett was smart enough to know that if you're a bishop, you belong to God first and your job is to shepherd God's people, not to listen to the voice of the king or the government. Uh, and so, uh, lo and behold, King Henry II um, put uh, Thomas Beckett in a very compromising situation when he was going to punish some priest uh, without the canonical juridical process. And, um, you know, this was actually wrong because the church had to uh, get uh, said, no, I'm going to put my foot down. You're not going to do this. And Henry II said, uh, according to those who heard him, will no one rid me of this turbulent priest? Why? Thomas became a sign of contradiction. He was serving God before he did the king. Uh, lo and behold, some of the servants of the king um, one day went into the uh, the cathedral where they murdered um, Thomas of Becket with swords, and uh, he died in the cathedral shortly after, I believe, celebrating the Holy Mass. And um, uh, he became a witness of, of uh, truth to all these in England. And apparently King Henry II um, was remorseful after this, realizing that he had murdered a holy man and that he was very selfish in his actions. And he ended up doing a great deal of penance towards the end of his life by walking three miles with bloodshed feet to Canterbury Cathedral uh, on a daily basis where Beckett had been murdered after being flogged by uh, by monks uh, to make up for his, um, his uh, atrocious act. So uh, once again, we see that sometimes, well, I wouldn't say sometimes, all the time, the church in Jesus is a sign of contradiction. And St. Thomas uh, stayed on the right side of the equation in this contradiction and stood with Christ and not with a compromise. So a uh, good thing for all of us to take note of and ask for that courage that God comes first. All right, folks, God bless you.